At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I'm doing everything I can. And stop calling me Shirley. The center has to be at least three times bigger than this. All right, it's another edition of Sincerely Unqualified, and we have a big episode today. Huge, huge Marvel movie coming out. Theater-only release, so we got to see a really genuine theater experience. Winnie, I don't know about you, but I saw it with a whole ton of other people. Oh. Like a massive theater. One question for you. Was there yeah. clapping in your theater? Uh, a little bit. There so, was full-on clapping in my yeah, theater. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. So at first, when the uh, you know the Marvel intro, the MCU intro came out, yeah. they had some claps. And then definitely at the end of the movie, there were definitely claps. Oh, Which, yeah. There was a full-on applause at the end of the movie for mine. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. I mean, there was a whole back row of people that all came together, it seemed like. And they did the reserve seating, and they took our reserve seats, which is fine. We found other reserve seats. It didn't have the reclining ability, because I guess they turn them on when you reserve it, and you show that you're there. It's fine. It's oh, fine. That's Still interesting, Still enjoyed actually. the movie. Yeah. Still enjoyed the movie, but kind of messed up they took our seats. I'm not saying a word to them, though. They're a group of no. 25. I don't want to yeah. be next to you either way. I'm not yeah. going to sit. Yeah. Oh, dude, so back to the theaters. No, that's the <laughs> one thing about reserved seating. I do like it. But so one, there was a group next to me that came together and yeah. I went alone. <laughs> so I was what oh, I did God. was I took an aisle seat and then I, I saw on the app that there was going to be a space between us. And I was like, all right, if someone else that's coming alone sits there, whatever. And then this, like, the person that was sitting closest to me goes, hey, uh, is anyone sitting here talking about the empty seat between us? And I had to go, yeah. no. <laughs> no, 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 no one is sitting here. Yeah. I'm alone. Let's watch a movie, man. So I, I did that. And then as, like, the movie was honestly kind of underway, I would say, like, 15 minutes into the movie, and a worker had to come up because these people thought that they were sitting in their seat and I don't even know what happened because I was just trying to like zoom laser focus on the movie yeah. but they were like talking right next to me in the aisle you're making this worse for me yeah like, exactly <laughs> this I came out on a limb to do this and now everybody's next to me they're like no, is your is your girlfriend in the back no actually no. I'm here by myself I love going to the theater alone. I, I kind of said it jokingly that it, it actually bothered me to say, yeah, I'm alone. No, I, yeah. I was proud to say it. Like, I'm here to see this movie. Don't bother me. I am all for it. I, I'm a big fan of theater alone, especially when you hit that matinee, when you're able to hit the early day. Oh, there's yeah. nobody oh, in there. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's like a private screening. Yeah, they no, this was well like a Friday night at, I think it was an 8 p.m. showing or something. So we're talking like prime time. Everyone's like, oh, what do we what do we do today? Let's go oh, see Shang-Chi. It's <laughs> kind of raining. Let's go see Shang-Chi, of course. Yeah. And that is the movie that we saw, by the way. I don't think we mentioned it to it's this in the point. Title. It's in the okay. title. Okay, I mean, yeah. Let's just, you, you saw the, yeah. You know, you know what we saw. Oh, yeah. And it was very worth it. I got to say, surprise the hell out of me. Surprised the hell out of me. I not don't that know I didn't. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I was yeah. expecting, expecting top tier yeah. Marvel movie content. We'll say. And I was too, but I was wowed still. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's I'm ex- my, oh, I'm that so was my reaction. It. It's not that I was expecting anything less than normal Marvel movies. I was expecting kind of level, if not a little bit. But it wowed me. It really. I came out of that theater going, "That was fucking yeah. awesome." It's a big one. It's yeah. a big one. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. We don't have yeah. too many news topics, just so we can talk more about this movie. Um, do you have anything that you want to talk with the people about before we get into news, buddy? Yeah. Any- so there was a tweet that happened today. Okay, there's oh, a tweet yeah. that happened today, and it's basically just somebody tweeted, and I'll pull it up exactly. So somebody basically tweeted at Mark Hamill and said verbatim, Mark Hamill, you could just tweet Mark Hamill and you'd get thousands of likes. And Mark Hamill quoted it and said, Mark Hamill. And he got 564,000 likes <laughs> in, in a day. So... It proved to be true. I'd it's say that so Mark funny, Hamill like, could this do is, that. It's like the definition of like, I don't know, maybe mob mentality group think or whatever. People just yeah. decided, like that person decided, okay, I'm just going to see what happens here. Like, let's yeah. see if he actually does it. And then once everyone piled on, I mean, I'm not on Twitter, but you, you got to like that tweet. You got to Oh, I out. did. It me- I just saw the context and I liked it immediately. Whether or not I know who Mark Hamill is at that point is irrelevant. I am liking that tweet immediately because <laughs> Wait, he did it. Do you think that it's going to be like a hipster thing now too? Like, hey, oh, uh, I was in the first thousand likes. It's going to be that. And now it's just going to be people saying that other celebrities should do that. Like, oh, my favorite actor, you'll Trying never do this. It, like, and then yeah. they'll do it. And it's Well, people uh, do that all the time, don't yeah. they? I always wonder, like when, when things like that go viral, I wonder how many times people have tried, like, Hey, uh, you should do the so and so. Yeah, I people people just need to let these spontaneous events be spontaneous events and let them be enjoyed for what they are versus like just kind of boringness and repetitive and annoying. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but should we if, do an, an impromptu draft? Yeah, I was gonna say if you if you wanted to see people do it who would be your top three for like seeing people tweet out their name and you just saw it and you were like, that's hilarious. I honestly, I think that the one easy one that comes to mind and I, I actually haven't given this too much thought, but the one person I did think of so far was Keanu Reeves. Like I don't, assuming he's not even on social media or at the very least him, like he himself is not on, but he has people like running his page. If Keanu Reeves, Oh, I, I thought of another one too, but I'll let you go. We'll we'll do like a little snake draft. Okay. Maybe so three people. mine, just for the sheer comedy factor of it, and I don't think this person has or knows what social media is, but I would do Prince Philip because I think just his first tweet being Prince Philip would be hilarious. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good I one. I think that would be unreal. This dude just like Prince Philip. I would like, Prince okay, Philip. thanks for the update, Prince. <laughs> All right, love me, that. Let me think here. That was a deep cut. I, I did yeah. not think. I, I was thinking actors, just because that. Oh, that I was, was what going, my mind frame was in. I'm going. Who would be the funniest? Oh, to oh. do that in general, like just famous people. Yeah, I think Nick Saban would be a good one. I think Nick Saban coming <laughs> out of the woodwork and just tweeting Nick Saban. That agree. also seems like something he might do. Just out of like an accident he's trying to get on twitter get some younger like get some recruits going even though he obviously doesn't need it and he just tweets out nick saban 
I agree. I think <laughs> just like he's signing off an email to a recruit and instead it's just Nick Saban. Yeah. You know who I think would be bigger than Mark Hamill and who I think is huge and not so much just funny, but just would be funny in the sense that, oh shit, she's still here is Betty White. Oh, yeah. I think if Betty White did that, Big it would be the White. most most liked tweet of all time. You got to hope so. You definitely got to hope so. Yep. Um, what, who else? Oh, the person I thought before, much in the same vein as Keanu Reeves. So this isn't going to be like a funny deep cut or anything, but right yeah. now rolling with it. If Brendan Fraser did it, I think that that would yes. go like nuts. That tweet would that, go nuts. That tweet would go insane right now. That would blow. I, okay. I'm heavy on the Brendan Fraser return train. Oh yeah. I I'm all for that. I am. And one, okay. Aside from Brendan Fraser, I think if Matthew McConaughey just tweeted Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, but he's all about the social media game too. I, well, so now actually, that kind of works out. Like he, I, he would it's, do that. It's all about you. Got to check in with the M and the E. <laughs> <laughs> I really That's think a, that at some point he will do this. Like if someone tweets at him, it'd be like, yeah. "All right, let's go." Do you feel? I feel like he's somebody who would sign off all his tweets with a dash McConaughey. Does he? Because I that don't does know. Extremely something he would do. I feel like that's something that he would do no matter what. Or or he'd do like a dash peace and love. P M. P and L. He would do P and L. Oh, yeah, he would do P and L M. Save characters. He, he would do the yeah, he would definitely do the uh the initials as opposed to McConaughey. I think he'd do M M-M. M. Yeah. M M. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. What if he did AAA, AAA, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he would do that. And then people would be like, th- there would be news stories coming out like, what does Matthew McConaughey mean a new tweet? And then it Is just turns he? out that he just, he just meant all right, all right, all right. <laughs> First Lincoln, now the insurance company. What car issue is Matthew McConaughey sponsored by next? Uh, all right. You want to go into news here? Yes. And then- let's Let's dive into it. We have a news story coming out about the Dune release, the Dune uh, premiere. It was at Venice Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And when he, starting off the bat, let's not lie, the people that are at in the crowd at yep. the Venice Film Festival probably are not our kind of people. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think it's everybody who's in those movies. And it was agents and everybody who kind of has to pander. But like, what about, what about the press? I'm saying that I think it's the press oh, going. The, if you're going to the Venice Film Festival and reviewing these... if Look. Films. The cinema. The films. The films. If you're going there and you're reviewing these films, I'm not saying that I wouldn't like the opportunity to do it, but I... I feel like we, there's this. We wouldn't fit in. That's okay. There's this pretend, <laughs> so, There's a pretentious feel to it. Just Dude, like, especially like you said it. Like I mean, I don't know. Con is kind of like its own thing. It's it's yeah. bigger than itself. But it anything any film festival in Europe just already feels like it's like all right. I it's not for us. South yeah. by Southwest, maybe. <laughs> like go to Austin, <laughs> just kind of hang out, watch some movies. But like I'm down for that. Yeah. Well, so the the news story itself came out as Dune got an eight minute standing ovation after the movie. I don't know how long. Granted, one, I'm I'm gonna 
kind of call BS on this because I don't think that anyone would actually stand no. and applaud for eight minutes. If you stand and applaud after a movie for a full 60 seconds, it probably feels like 10 minutes. So if you yeah. do eight times that, one, I know you're trying to make a statement. Two, the pretentious people at this film festival you're making it about yourself and not the movie. Oh, if you're yeah. doing an eight-minute thing, you're just want to be like, oh, I saw Dune. It was incredible. We did an eight-minute standing ovation. Yep. Hey, do something else with your time, man. Do you if think those that seven it's... minutes, go do something else with it. Who's the Who's the one who decides to stop clapping first? Because I think at that point, it's just a battle of attrition. Like, you're just trying to stay up as long as you possibly when, can. <laughs> when do you think the first person bowed? If this was a true eight minutes... I guarantee yeah. you the first person probably bowed out at two minutes and then was like looking around, just assuming people were going to stop within like a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then they were just like, geez, these people are still going. I know. But also with the frequency of standing ovations at these events, do you think they have a timer in every theater for like, all right, start the clock, yeah, whatever the standing well, ovation so starts? These the, kind of news stories came out before. Like, I think well, they that have five minutes for Stillwater at Con. For uh, Matt Damon's movie Stillwater yeah. was five minutes standing ovation, and, and then now, like this last year there was another eight minute one or something. I mean, is this is this the way to show that you like like that movie that much? Just hey, why don't you give out a score out of one hundred as opposed to what is yeah. like eight minutes? They're giving it a ninety. Five minutes I, they're giving it like an eighty. I understand the appreciation factor, but yeah. to a point, it's like 30 seconds does the trick. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you don't, you're making the story about yourself at that point. 100%. You're being almost, and do you think it's orchestrated beforehand where they're like, you know what, this is kind <laughs> of a good movie. Let's make it a story so we get more clicks. They could be doing it for the clicks. That's what they're they doing. They could say, we had a, an eight minute standing ovation. They're doing it for the clicks. And then eventually they get to write more stories about it. It's all employed by the movie industry. Standing ovations are fake. Of course. Stamp. Boom. Stamp, Stamp yeah. it. Although what I will say is <laughs> I bet that this movie is awesome. Like oh, they, yeah. they're not going to do this for a, a crappy movie. So I'm excited for this movie, honestly. I, I really am. <laughs> All I could think about right there was that Bo Burnham joke where he, he drops the water over and he's like, he meant to knock the water. And then it's like, art is a lie. Nothing is real. <laughs> and that's all I can think about for this standing ovation thing. It's just nothing is real. It's orchestrated. They pay, they're paid actors. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all, all paid, paid actors. actors. I mean, honestly, most of them probably are technically yeah. paid actors. Yeah, so, well, hopefully. We will uh, we'll move on here, calling out the movie industry for what it is. Are you excited um, for Dune, though? Are dude, you, I'm, what's I'm your, honestly What's your level of excited. excitement? I, so this is, this is going to sound really dumb. I just was like, oh, you know, big sci-fi movie, going to be good. Huge actors in it. And then someone explained to me what Dune actually was. Like, I knew that it was a book or whatever, but someone yeah. described to me the premise of just that it's so far in the future that uh, people have, like... Or right. I also heads up. This might be wrong. I'm just assuming that the person that told me is right. So I'm just okay. rolling with this. So what I gathered from this person was that it essentially is. It's not like the demise of society from technology. It's like past that. People are like, we're done with technology. It ruined the world. So they're just living in this like way futuristic world, but also kind of they recently denounced technology. But then again, you see all this crazy stuff in the trailers and you remember it's still like a sick sci-fi movie. I guess this book was written in like, or the original one at least, was written in like 64. 
Okay, so, so it's got to be kind of, I mean, it's got to be pretty cool then. I mean, that's staying power, so. Yeah. yeah, and then I've seen a lot of things where people try to read Dune and they have no idea what the hell is going on, and then they, they, they look back and they're like, I think I'm just going to wait for the movie. But I've also seen things that say it's probably one of the best, like, science fiction books of all time. Yeah, I kind of want to read it, honestly, but also, guess what? I I'm do just going to end up seeing the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> just going to watch the movie. Just pretend you read the book. You gave a pretty great, probably wrong synopsis yeah, right yeah. there. So, yeah. all another person's <laughs> just dead wrong, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. It's, that's what dude's about. I'm going to go to the movie and be like, wow, they really missed the mark here. <laughs> they all have these They all have these wires up their nose. It's a whole thing. It's yeah, just <laughs> They changed the plot completely. What yeah. is this? Hey, this isn't what the book is. Some guy behind you is like, actually, yeah, it is. No, it's, what did it's you think? pretty spot on, man. <laughs> Sir, We Bought a Zoo is down the uh, down the other Ooh, theater. I could go for a We Bought a Zoo watch. Oh, wow. Um, another movie coming out soon. Well, it's supposed to be coming out soon. was also supposed to be coming out for the last, like, three years or something. So, No Time to Die, last installment of Daniel Craig as James Bond. Or 007, whatever That's you what want to call it. That's what they keep saying, but I don't think it's going to be his last movie. Well, dude, I mean, it actually, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to come out like a few years ago. And then obviously, because it was a few years ago, it wasn't COVID delays. They just delayed yeah. the movie. And then when COVID happened, delayed the movie even more. Now, I think it has a November release date. They're talking about potentially, apparently insiders think that it oh. might get delayed again. Okay. But, so, I forgot about this movie. Honestly, you could have told me it came out two years ago, and I would have been like, yeah, it did. Yeah, but I would agree with you there. Now, at this point, it's just like, what are we doing? Especially if you're going to delay it again. Like, just release the movie. Like, let Daniel Craig out of his James Bond prison, and let him go be in Knives Out 2, and just yeah. have a career outside of James Bond. I think, do you think that's why they're delaying it? Not that they would do that on purpose, but they would just keep him in this James Bond box. They're like, he's the best one we've ever had. We gotta keep him. Well, because we knew he was going, like, this is gonna be his last movie. We knew that was gonna happen for, like, four years now. I think we've all kind of separated our ties with with that. I mean, so, what I would say is, and, like, the another thing with this news story is that the the trailer came out they, they had a final trailer and yeah. it, it was released i saw it before shang chi um and w- i wasn't the biggest fan of these james bond movies like they just kind of were a part of my movie watching experience yeah. growing up but it was kind of cool seeing like and granted it's the it was hollywood magic showing daniel craig and making us care even if we don't actually really care yeah but it was kind of cool being like, oh, yeah, that was our guy. Like, for me and you, Daniel Craig is James Bond. There, exactly. We don't know another James Bond. There's no, like, so, Sean Connerys for us or any of those right, guys. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Like, it, we can watch those old movies and be like, oh, yeah, that, that was James Bond. But for, for us, it's Daniel Craig. So it's kind of cool seeing his last movie. But, like, we're, we're kind of, we're done. The Let's thing move on. for me with James Bond is I've seen them all multiple times. Yeah. But if you ask me to recite the plot of Skyfall or Casino Royale, I don't know. No, I it's know fun action. <laughs> Skyfall, they're in his old house at one point fighting in the dark. And Casino Royale, he almost drowns in the casino. He was in a casino. And that's he almost drowned. And there was part, yeah. a battle royale, and that's it. That's 
the James Bond. That's how Fortnite was invented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Casino, Casino Royale. Royale. What if we put battle in front of it? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I uh no the the one thing though when I was watching it was like. When he, I think it was, yeah, there was a part where he was in his cool ass car oh, and then yeah. it was just like, get, it was getting shot at and then he spun around with the machine guns in the car. Yep. That's when I was like, yeah, that, all right, this is cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm with it, this. It, I'm always all for it. I'm always for yeah. that. And I think Rami Malek's going to be a great villain in it. I, I think it's okay, going to be wait, good. Hang on. Was, I just, was Rami Malek in the last, the last installment or... Did I do I think that he was in the last installment because this movie was coming out for four years now? I'm 99% sure that he was in one already. As yes, a villain, okay, and okay. is coming back to reprise the role. I might have missed that movie. I, dude, I don't, I don't know which ones one? I missed or not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's just like that. What they're gonna do, um, who's gonna be the new James Bond? This was a huge Idris story Elba? back in the day. Is it, is it Idris Elba? I don't know. I mean, know, it should honestly. be. I remember everyone was saying that. I thought that they went with a female James Bond, but regardless, whoever it you is, what? let's put them, put them in the movie. Let's just all, all right. So the last one. Oh, dude, there, what the fuck did this happen? When did this come out? The last one was Spectre in 2015. That's right. Yes. Zero yeah, yeah. Per, zero memory of that one. Yep. Um, That's oh, the Robin no. Malik one, right? They blew some shit up in the desert. I remember that one. I yeah. didn't see it. Did okay. I didn't get out to see it. Didn't yeah. want to, honestly. Crazy that Daniel Craig's been doing this since 2006. Casino Royale came out in 2006. That's wild. That's what I'm saying, dude. I was nine when Daniel Craig started his run, and now, you know, at the age of 15 years of or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Daniel Craig's our guy. I, I want to see him go out with a sick James Bond movie, but I also just want the movie to come out. Like, let's let's stop. I hope I, I hope insiders are wrong, because also take about the pretentious people. Just uh-huh. let's, Let's get rid of them. <laughs> okay, so it looks like every Bond film, too, has corresponded since 2008 with the release of an Adele album. So I guess we're getting an Adele album in 2021 as well. <laughs> I swear. Well, I mean, wasn't she was just... 2008, she was the 2012. Yeah, 2015. And then I guess now she has to release something in 2021. <laughs> Adele's actually had an album, like, completely finished for the last three yeah. years. And she's like, well, they just released this movie. England pumps out two things from their culture every about four years. And these are two quintessentially British things. It's James Bond and Adele albums. And those come out at the same time. (laughs) It's like leap years. It's like we know an Adele album's coming and we know a James Bond. Maybe Adele's not done. And that's why they're delaying James Bond so much. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Yeah, I think that's the reason. I had to look it up because I knew there was some weird yeah. correlation here. Well, we need a final mix on this <laughs> album, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Adele. You got it. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, third final news story. We have uh, Will Smith in his role. So I honestly kind of forgot this movie was being made. And then I again, saw, yeah. saw the trailer beforehand. So... Um, What's what's the name of this movie? Just Richard King. Um, so it's, it's King like, Richard. King, King Richard. Richard. Sorry. So it's about the uh, Serena and Venus Williams, essentially their childhood, but it's supposed to be spun to Will Smith being their father. So it seems like it's more about the father. I think it's going to yeah. be a great movie. I think it's just going to be a big dad boner, honestly. 
Yeah, I can see that being the case. I think it's just going to be a lot of like, here's what I did. But I, I think it's going to be an incredible story. Yeah, but a I, lot yeah, of like, a movie. how do you make two, not one, but two of the best athletes that we've seen in the last 50 years? How do you bring them up? How do you raise them? It's going to yeah. be a huge dad movie. I think it, if they release it on Father's Day weekend, it would be the highest grossing movie of all time. But oh, yeah. they got to do November 19th. That's when it looks like it's coming out. It's still going to do incredible. I mean, I hope Will's, I hope this gives us a reminder of like pursuit of happiness, Will Smith. I hope this gives us like instead of, you know, the not to say bad boys, Will Smith or like the um, the Suicide Squad, Will Smith or whatever he's done recently. I want that that pursuit of happiness drama, Will Smith to have another hit. I, I think that's exactly what you're getting here. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be like straight drama. Um, yeah. Is, sorry, that was <laughs> that was my dog. Uh, he's sitting right behind me. The I think that it's just going to be a you know a nice drama fest, but then heartwarming at the end because obviously we know hey it kind of turns out well for the Williams sisters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. Look, that's like watching the Tiger documentary and then it, just thinking, yeah, I think this works out though. Yeah, I think it's yeah. It, there's not a cliffhanger at the end, you know. Yeah, that's I. I'm not so sure how much I actually like uh, stories or movies about people when they're alive, specifically athletes too. Yeah, that's true. But you could say there's something to be said about their childhood versus like if they yeah. were doing a biopic about them winning something ten years ago, you know. If it was about them more specifically than it is about like their childhood and their experience, I think that's different than if they're like, here's a documentary about them winning. It's like, well, they're still playing right yeah. now. So Well, that's actually, I shouldn't say alive. Like, I don't think it has to be positive. I just think yeah. that it should be like... Retired. Retired. For a few years. Yeah. Like, like, I think the John Daly one was good to come out when it did because he's been, he's just chilling now. He's retired. He's done he's most... Just ripping darts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some iced tea, yeah, because he's yeah. passed, yeah. But I think that there should be a stand. It's not like a Derek Jeter one's going to come out next year. I mean, probably ten years down the line, there's going to be a Derek Jeter or like a something like that. A Derek Jeter and A Rod, that would be that'd be a fun movie to watch. Actually, it's going to be called something like Earning Your Stripes or something oh, yeah. like. Some oh, pandering yeah. Yankee title that I'm going to eat up. I'm going to absolutely eat it up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like the Kings of New York or something like that. And it, oh, it's yeah. going to be a 30 for 30 and I'm going to love it. I'm going to watch it six times. But make has it there, 10 years later. Has there been like a huge Red Sox versus Yankees movie or documentary that came out? Like no. any big time one? Yeah, do no. they sh especially like... I mean, our childhood when like, and granted, I bet that David there are better Ortiz. times to focus on. Yeah, I'm talking like when Big Poppy, Manny Ramirez Manny, on the, oh that Red gosh. Sox team. Jason like, Euclid, all of those Red Sox guys playing against like Tex, A-Rod, Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, Hideki Matsui, all those guys. That would be great. That's that like prime 30 for 30 for or territory yeah. too because all those guys are still kicking it. They're still around like also yeah. trying to make names for themselves. Like I think I think uh David Ortiz is actually signed to like a barstool or I think he's doing a barstool podcast now or something. Really? So he would be down to do a 30 for 30. <laughs> that yeah. would be so sick if they did it on the rivalry back then. I'm yeah. sure something's in the works. 
I mean, there's got to be. There, just, o- there always is. Yeah. It's been heated for like a hundred years. Just exactly. Make something That's why I'm thinking it. like maybe that there are better times to focus on, but I would like to yeah. see it just because that's, you know. Just do the history childhood. of it. Do the entire history of it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, so Will Smith, he's not part of the rivalry, but he. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. Yeah, it. we didn't really focus on the news topic. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be. Well, but I guess the news topic is that he's already getting Oscar buzz. So. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, that's, look, that's what I'm saying. If if you, the issue with Oscar buzz is there's Oscar buzz until there's not, and that happens far too often. Where there's Oscar buzz and then people actually see the movie, and then there's not Oscar buzz. So I take that all with a grain of salt. Not that I don't think this movie is going to be good. I just don't like the preemptive. There's Oscar buzz. Because yeah. whenever I hear that, I feel like it goes the opposite direction. I feel like it just hits back. I think it might be one like, of those things where it's thought? like, this is just a Will Smith performance, even if it's not like the best movie. I think that that's probably what they're saying is like, yeah, Will Smith gives an Oscar worthy performance, but eh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Movies, I, movie is what it is. <laughs> I can see it being a little slow, honestly, but hopefully it's not. Look, we'll see. There's nothing we can say about it right now other than I'm excited to watch it. I yeah. will watch it. I think what's going to be interesting with this is like, you know how whenever the Oscars come out, at least people like us who don't really get deep into like the Oscars movie, the the cinema. Yeah. I think that there, there are random movies that you hear about. Um, one, I mean, just like for best picture, but mostly like best lead or supporting actor, actress that you don't know what the movie is. At least people are going to know what this movie is. Like there are people, incredible actors that give incredible performances. It's just that like the movie isn't for a lot of people. Yeah. This movie should be a lot for a lot of people. So it's got a wide breadth. I'd say it's going to, it's going to cover a wide breadth of people who are going to want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly dads getting dad boners. A lot of dads, a lot of dads are going to be all in on this movie for sure. I think it's, Oh God! This is gonna be one that they play on repeat on Father's Day every year. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Like feel good. Next up on Lifetime, King Richard. <laughs> Your kid's gonna stop eating crayons, and he's going to be the next. Sorry, one more time. That with that word, crayons. Thank crayons. You. I say crayons. 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 Talking about the berries, but <laughs> all right. You want to move on to Shang Chi? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So, Shang-Chi. Yes. What we said at the beginning is how much we loved it. We're going to tell you why we loved it. Uh, we're probably going to do like a non-spoiler part first, and then talk spoilers. <laughs> That's because, a good call. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a new movie. People it's the might first not weekend. To see it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. so first weekend, $71.4 million Labor Day record. Labor Day weekend record, and it deserved it. I mean... It's so interesting, like these box office numbers, especially right now, because you're even hearing that people don't want to go. And I mean, obviously, we we all know what's going on right now. Uh, At least in the U.S., people first four days of release, ninety million. Ninety, nice. Um, So it's interesting because even say a movie that came out a few months ago, people were less reluctant to go into theaters than now, apparently. So you have an interesting thing going on with the box office, but when you have like, 
I texted people right after I watched it. Like, you yeah. need to go see this, like, as soon as you can. It's I an incredible you, movie. It, immediately after, because yep. I texted Kev that I was going to see it. And right after the end credits came up, I texted you, like, holy shit, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, it's one of <laughs> it's one of those movies that like the reason that it did so well at the box office is because just just word of mouth and obviously that yeah. happens all the time, but that's huge for right now to be like yes you like go see it go see yeah. it in theaters especially I am very happy that this is a theater only release. So am I. I think it would have been a lot worse if it was both platforms because it would have undervalued the movie itself. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's because, so, I mean, this is not a spoiler at all. Um, it's it's very heavily rooted in martial arts. So you have a lot of cool action sequences that oh you normally, gosh. it's not just like a huge CGI, like, you know, that uh, think about the first Avengers movie, like, or Age of Ultron or anything. I love those, It, but it's not necessarily, like, I actually think that those are decent to watch on your yeah. screen at home, but a huge action sequence of actual like hand-to-hand combat. I think that's so well suited for theaters that yeah. it it would have been like a disservice. And granted, look, I'm probably going to rewatch this movie. It's going to be on my TV screen at home and it's going to be awesome in the future. Yeah. But the first watch I think is so special just being so that's another thing like with with the martial arts, something I told you right away the thing that blew me away is how seamlessly they worked the CGI or any like VFX into the martial arts itself. Like it was an accessory. It wasn't the main point. No, it was all very, it felt very natural and it all looked very natural because you could tell that 90% of the stuff they were doing was just legit people performing these moves. None of it looked forced. None of it looked like it was outwardly fake There were obviously a few superhero things that happened because it's a superhero movie, but they all felt very natural. Even the things when, um, like, just just little things that you would pick up on didn't seem outlandish. Nothing seemed over the top. And you could tell the amount of work that went into this. Like, the choreography, the the stunt, the performers and everything. Even, this isn't even a, a spoiler. This is just a cool thing. So, the main character, Simu Liu, um... He throughout the first <laughs> just pitch, hit a quick backflip. <laughs> literally just hits a quick backflip after he throws a damn strike at the yep. Giants game. Like that pitch was right down the middle. And then he just hit, before he's going to shake the girl who caught its hand, just hits a backflip on the mound. <laughs> that was so sick. It's the, so cool with like with people like that too. Sometimes you see people do like these crazy acrobatics and it's like, oh cool, but you know, Simu Lu just had a crazy movie come out he's like on top of the world right now hopefully yeah. i hope he's you know really enjoying it oh i'm and sure he, just he goes, is <laughs> throws a perfect strike that's the thing with like especially being that good at martial arts it just feels like you're good at everything else too like yeah you have what was it uh was it 50 set who just had like the worst uh, oh my first gosh. pitch ever yeah, like you could be awesome at rapping you could be like a, a complete visionary but you're not going to be good at throwing out a baseball or a baseball pitch yeah. why i sound ridiculous throwing out a pitch but like if you are that athletic otherwise you could probably i bet he practiced for a little but oh, you're, yeah. you're good i yeah i think he's fine he had the whole <laughs> the picture it's him looking like he could actually throw 
pretty fast too. He's got the whole wind up motion down. I mean, yeah. if you're if you are athletic enough to do a straight up backflip afterwards, I'm confident in you throwing a baseball. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, but still non spoilers. So we were talking about him. Um, yeah, and you know, he's the main hero in a Marvel movie. He's going to be incredible. Something that I think people might have been a little not thrown off by, but just something that I think people really would have wanted to see was specifically Aquafina's performance. Because I yeah. think that the other people, um, if you looked into their past movies at all, you're going to know that they're huge actors. They're great. I yeah. think that Aquafina in this movie establishes herself as like a very, very legitimate, great actor. I think so too. I think that she's had some things in the past that have been good, but nothing that obviously puts you as I think Marvel can escalate your career like no other. Yeah. And I think that it gives you countless opportunities aside from Marvel because of the just like the amount of people that see this movie. The there's $90 million in the first weekend, and Aquafina killed it. So now I think the offers are going to start raining in. I know she has her um, her show, uh, I think it's on FX, um, something from yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. She does great in that. She's been great in everything that I've seen her in so far. Even, um, what was the other movie that we saw with her? Was it, did we do a movie with her previously? We did Crazy Rich Asians. Or we didn't yeah. do Crazy no, she Rich was Asians, in that was movie in that. too, but she killed the, I mean, yeah, basically, she's been on a hot I, Yeah, I mean, she's she's been in like every great movie. There. I mean, yeah. sorry, every <laughs> every movie that she's been in has been great and she's given a great performance. So I, I shouldn't have said that it establishes her because she's already yeah. established. But what I think was good about this movie is and I think in the previous movie, she just played a very Aquafina-ish type role. And yeah. this one also is, but I feel like she plays the character really well. Like, I think that it, it's a little bit different of a character arc or something yeah. that you have to get out of your character in a Marvel movie. Because the other non-spoiler thing that I would say is that it does follow a very traditional Marvel superhero movie path. This This plot or at least like these characters' yeah. journeys. And I think that in terms of how this movie kind of unfolds, it lends itself so well to that. Yeah, it does. And I think it's nice to have her in this, especially with like the comedy that we know she can bring. Oh, but yeah. it's not just about that. I mean, she she just really all, all around kind of brought what was needed for this and showed more of a range than being kind of slated as you're Aquafina, you're going to play Aquafina, you know, yeah. like you know what you're getting with her, but now you even know what you're getting more. So right. When she comes into a project. Yeah. Do you have anything else? Non-spoiler that you want to talk about? It's tough to do non-spoiler. One thing I will note, and it was, it did surprise me a ton about this movie because you'd think with Marvel's proven track record and everything, their budgets would kind of just keep going up. Oh, but yeah. With yeah. this movie, it had a lower budget than a Doctor Strange, than Black Panther, than other movies, than even Captain Marvel. It had a budget, that, and I'm going to say this is small, but just know that there's context because small yeah. in terms of like what other movies had. So it had $150 million, 
while others like similar to it, origin stories, things like that in recent years have been higher, 175, $200 million. So to do what they did and have the kind of great story, great CGI, great everything yeah, with l- substantially less budget. I mean, it may not sound like a, a lot when you list those high numbers, but, but $25 million gets you a yeah. lot, a lot. I- I wonder if it's that VFX budget. Like, I, I don't yeah. think that they release it out itemized or if, if they even, like, made a comment as to why it was lower. But, like we were saying before, it's all hand-to-hand. It's, like, very it's very action-driven as opposed yeah. to CGI action-driven. So, I wonder, because yeah. even, like, a Captain Marvel, like, you know, you have to make her fly through space at some point. So, it's going to cost yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do think that they, that helped substantially with the... But they also had some great-ass CGI in it, too. Like, nothing looked... Horrible. Yeah, yeah, but oh no, it, it looked fantastic. I'm just saying, in yeah, terms there's of less the amount of shots that are needed, yeah, you probably yeah. do have less. So I wonder if that's why. Not could not be really here to speculate on it. Yeah, but just something interesting that now they're already. I saw globally they made 130 million already, so they're they're gonna far surpass. Yeah, they do it all. That right. budget, I think yeah. they're doing okay. Yeah, I think the second one is is poised for success. Let's Ooh. just say that. That's a spoiler. I will so say we'll, that. We'll lead into the spoiler. Spoiler. Now. You know it's an origin it's story in Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, actually, this is a one and done. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we're, we're we're cutting it. We already called him the new Avenger. So yeah. Sorry. They didn't. I thought that we're gonna say that. All right. We're spoilers. Three, two, one, zero. Boom. Spoiler time. We're time. I stamped. thought Wong was gonna call him a fucking Avenger right that off the bat. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I thought awesome. he was going to say I your think life has changed, actually, you're an Avenger. You know what? Yeah, actually, that, that would have given like the chills and been like, oh, let's yeah. go. But I kind of like how it was implied. Yeah, I, mean, I do too. He was hanging out. Because also, I don't even know if Wong was flat out called an Avenger. I just think it's pretty obvious by now that yeah, he's I, like he's in there. Exactly. Okay, the first, I, let's start off on Wong. Because yeah. seeing him in this movie was, holy shit. He's just cage fighting <laughs> with Abomination. Yeah. Where did this come from? I mean, that was in the trailer too. So that I that's know, something we still. saw. And that's what's that's what I think I liked about the trailer as opposed to the actual movie is that yeah. we saw that and we were like, what am I supposed to think of this movie? Like what's it going to be? And yeah. then it's very much not Wong fighting abomination. Like that's just a two little seconds throw in. of it. Yeah. yeah. I love that he was in there. I love that Okay, do you want to talk post credits now or after? We can go into the whole movie and then do uh, we'll do post credits after. That makes yeah okay. So let's there. run through. Let's run through. First of all, I didn't know. I I called the valet thing. The valet thing was a great right. way to start. Yeah. Like that was an awesome way to to go about starting off hot with the comedy. I love it. I think that the bus scene was perfect because nobody really knew if he was supposed to find out if he's this expert martial arts person like from my perspective i didn't know if he was already trained or if he that, needed to be trained i didn't know if uh the pendant that he was wearing yeah. was like giving him power or exactly. if he was already trained so i i did like the origin story i love that part because you really had no idea you you had this kind of backstory about his dad and everything, which was awesome. I think that was so cool how they did that, showing him just conquering shit throughout the ages. That was awesome. That was the first ten minutes drew you right in. Oh yeah, you were just 
watching this dude take over the world for a thousand years. And you're so cool. In. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. in. You're just like, oh, we're getting sold. into this. Now. When he went up against a full army in the first two minutes, I was sold. Yeah. I was locked and loaded for yeah. this. But the action doesn't stop there. There was a little lull of the introduction, not even a lull, just like introducing the characters as right. you do. Then we go right into the bus scene where, holy shit, that was awesome. Dude, that's when you knew you were going to be in for an awesome time, especially like, like I was saying in the non-spoiler section, just all that all that martial arts, like in the in the bus, that it kind of was a nice prelude to be like, okay, it's still like, but you know, a regular superhero, a regular Marvel movie, I should say, yeah. because we have a guy with a huge like knife as a hand. But at the same time, we're fighting them with I I, I don't know what type of martial arts. So I'm not gonna say, but all um, of them, some type, yeah, yeah, some mixed martial arts, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it, seeing him and Aquafina just interact before that, and then having yeah. Aquafina take over, you're also like, okay, she's she's along for the ride too. She's just like, who are you? Yeah. And then I she goes, love- look at him. He doesn't know how to fight. Breaks out every move known to man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, I like how when they were on the plane and he's describing it to her, it's also us. And then there yeah. is honestly a great piece of comedy is when <laughs> she oh she gosh, comes in yeah. asking for the meal. <laughs> <laughs> that was so vegetarian or beef. Uh, vegetarian. Oh, we're actually out of vegetarian. Yeah. So what would you like? Uh, beef, because that's all that's left. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. And then, but, um, I, I mean, just going into that whole crazy scene, because you don't know what to expect out of the sister, too. We weren't, yeah. we weren't even... I also like, throughout the movie, how they add to each of the stories that you already get. So, like, you get a glimpse of what it's him and his sister's relationships like. And then later yeah. on, we see that she says, don't leave us, essentially. And he goes out. And then also you learn that it was because he was supposed to kill the per Or he did kill the person. Like, it was, it just kept unearthing things that we didn't know beforehand. Or we were yep. told differently. And then you realize the truth about it. Um, I thought that was a really good way to keep explaining the backstory because there is so much backstory. I mean, you think oh, about yeah. it. You said the first like 10 minutes, we needed all of that. That was a lot to take in. And then you think about his story itself as a true plot progression is going throughout. Like there's a lot of action that we need to focus on. There's there's a lot going on that he needs to do to save the world. And at the same time, yeah. we still need to learn a lot more about him because he's brand new. Oh yeah, and I, I, there's they did it so well, and I think that's where the two hours is warranted because some people could look at two hours and say, "Oh, I don't know, it's kind of long." Two hours oh, and fifteen minutes. Movie. No, no, I'm saying it's every minute is used to the, the oh, fullest yeah. potential. Yeah. Also, there, length talk, is not an issue here. Can we talk for a moment about Ronnie Chang, who played yes. that? Oh my gosh! For like ten minutes, he killed it. He's like, you signed the waiver, dude. You're you're fighting. It was so funny because it's exactly how you would expect someone in a Macau fighting ring to be. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, that I've dude. thought about that so much before, but the, now I have the visual. Yeah, <laughs> the line that probably got like the biggest laugh out of our theater was um, when it, 
she says like my Chinese sucks or something, and he's like, "Oh no worries, oh, yeah. I speak ABC." Yeah, <laughs> that was so good. That was super funny. His character is hilarious, and then that whole scene is super interesting. Just like that yeah. that fight scene, and then we also get Simu Lu shirtless because, of course, he has to be yeah. shirtless. Hot has dude. To happen. Yeah, but that that crazy action sequence on the side of a building on that scaffolding was after so it was crazy nuts that awesome. was the, one of my top scenes in the movie was it that. probably it was, was probably my top yeah. scene just craziness and then the sister comes back and she's like now you know how it feels they just yeah. absolutely kick like, people's uh-oh. asses also we got to see from when he got his ass kicked by that one dude in the mask as a kid like the killer assassin yes. yeah we got to see that now he's he was absolutely just far surpassed this dude, even yep. with 10 years off. Just will put him in the dirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even with no knives. That guy had two knives. He ended up on the floor and his dad walks in and goes, I told them they couldn't kill you. No matter like no matter how many to send. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Now we he see how much business, of a man. true badass this guy is. Yeah, yeah. And they go back, it's, you know, the whole thing is unearthed about how he thinks that his mom's calling to him. And I think right away, maybe me personally, I kind of called BS. It was like, yeah, definitely not. You had a feeling that that was just complete. You're like, you need to make him the villain. But he did such a great job in making it like you you feel for the villain. Oh, you feel so hard for him, especially when he's like when he is there, like punching the, the gate. You're just like, oh, man. This sucks for like for him, but um, I, I specifically what I liked about that reveal was that water sequence. We were talking about like yeah. CGI before that looked fantastic, and then um, <laughs> there's there's nothing that I loved more than the reveal of uh, oh what's oh, his the name? other Mandarin yeah the, like the it's called the Mandarin for for ease purposes but yeah his reveal because you do what's like right ben, away his name's ben kingsley ben kingsley that's right yes ben kingsley in this role was so funny because i also dude i i don't know if i ever watched or rewatched iron man 3 i, I didn't was, either but i remember the that he was like the mandarin right and that's it was that one was of those things nice, you only needed to watch it once he gave such a yeah. memorable performance in that that when he came back you were hype and then we had the morris and, yeah, which we obviously knew was going to be a stuffed animal right after the release, which it absolutely was. It's like the Porgs in uh, in Star Wars. Yeah, this, you in had the sequel to trilogy. So, you had to turn that in immediately into it. And I love and this <laughs> the slight reveal where his dad was basically just like, "Yeah, I'm. They've had. I've had so many names that somebody tried to even make it seem like it was me and paid this guy yeah. as an actor. And then you see like 10 minutes later, oh, he's in the basement. And yeah. then that's, yeah, that's just, why we knew exactly who it was too. He's but. doing Shakespeare performances for the staff yeah. to keep himself alive. But <laughs> hey, by the way, he gave major Tropic Thunder uh, simple Jack vibes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. The best scene, okay. His best scene was when he's pretending to be dead in the battle. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, Boris down, up. it's just an act. Play dead with me. <laughs> Thing just rolls over. <laughs> it is. It's a cute. It's a cute animal. I um, will say, yeah, yeah. And then I, I absolutely loved the whole thing with Talo. I mean, it. Yeah. It obviously, you knew you were gonna love it. It's stay this magical pocket. place, huh? Stay in the pocket. Yeah, they they stayed in the pocket, which was <laughs> a great a great uh, 
addition there, add some action, add some intensity, and then yep. um, just learning everything that we did when they got there. And you kind of also learned how the dimensions worked into it because they were technically yeah. in a different dimension, which was kind of you know wild thinking about. But um, it, an awesome place, awesome way to learn the backstory of how it was truly a big deal that uh, <laughs> that he was coming to release the the person. Or the yeah. that huge dragon that was gonna destroy the world. That thing was scary. That wasn't. That thing was, was not scary fun looking. Look it was yeah. scary looking. I didn't. Re- you didn't really understand the the scale that they were talking about beforehand with right. like the soul eater kind of things. Those are really well done. I think in general for being kind of scary and also just grabbing people's souls. I think it's a good way to kill people off too in a non semi non-violent way but right. also like that kind of sucks that's not but- good i <laughs> like how they worked dude- in dragon scale too by the way if you ever played yeah. skyrim you get that dragon oh armor. yeah <laughs> i would sit in somebody's like in the uh the master like uh sorcerer's bedroom because he would stock daedra hearts every oh, yeah. two days oh, and yeah. i would just wait in his bed just steal them wait steal them yeah, you gotta sleep yeah yeah exactly easy money but that was really cool too how they worked that in i'm sure that's gonna be a thing in the mcu moving forward it's just like yeah we have this armor is it does it compete with vibranium i guess we'll find out i don't know might yeah i also think that something to point out with this movie too is obviously it's very rooted in chinese culture um and i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna sit here and pretend like i know a whole lot about it but (laughs) The, obviously, the the significance of dragons and having that that dragon protector being like the the main thing there, and then also um, Kevin Feige made a comment. We we glazed over it before, but when uh, it was in the character introduction part of it, basically before the bus scene happened, when um, Shang or Sean at that point went over to uh, Aquafina's place and. He was having like a moment with his grandmother. So the mm-hmm. grandmother being there, he said, was like very purposefully in there and left in because it was supposed to be very obvious how important Chinese culture was to this movie. So yeah. I think that having that dragon too, also the fact that the the soul eater or the one who eats all those souls was also a bad dragon. Yeah, we basically had a bad dragon versus a good dragon fight. Yeah. Which awesome. was awesome. So cool. Oh, dude. That dude was a waterbender. Oh, yeah. Dude, When even though you knew that the the dragon wasn't going to get its soul taken, because obviously yeah. we knew the movie was going to end soon. <laughs> dude, What even when that was happening, you felt you were feeling so bad for his dad because he thought he was going to get his wife out, even though he could have turned yeah. around and been like, oh, wait, maybe uh, maybe I got led astray here. <laughs> maybe literally people getting their souls sucked out is an inclination. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a clear indicator that maybe my wife's not behind there. Or maybe your wife's a bad person now, man. You yeah. know? Even hey, if she yeah. is, maybe leave her in there. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's a wall here for a reason, okay? Yeah. Um. So that that like when you're feeling bad for him and then you start like being you start worrying about the main dragon. Yeah. You start I mean it's just a a big emotional moment both ways and then obviously it turns around. Once I you kind of knew right away when Aquafina started training Shooting, for yeah. archery, you kind of knew what was going to happen, which is fine. Yeah. Like I but it it worked out. 
It, I, you know who got done dirty? Who? The old Arrow dude. Oh, he just got that's, his soul that's another thing you felt so, so bad for. Quick. Dude, talk about such little screen time and such little lines to actually warrant an emotional don't reaction when he, he dies. dies. Yeah. yeah, he literally is. When last he line died, was, you were like, die. oh. you thought it was like Aquafina's and his father, basically. And then you were like, yeah. oh, don't. Oh. <laughs> like, why do you have to do it to him, too? Like, just let him live. Maybe they needed do it the one. Next one. Yeah, they needed one. They needed one big one. I get it. It's yeah. fine. But it kind of sucks. Like, he was the. I don't know. He was just being harsh on her because he cared. He cared. <laughs> yeah, he wanted her to survive, and I guess yeah. what she did, she kind of saved the day. So then, obviously, what actually saved the day is when Shang Chi did those, cr- like I mean, commanded the Ted Rings, just did that crazy thing. He was like, he was floating flying. down. Yeah. Oh, just dude, that like was full sick. on. Like, holy, he literally put the rings inside the dragon. Just goes, yeah. enjoy this for lunch. Just Boom. messed up his organs, blew the thing up. Also, where do you think that the rings rank, like power wise? So apparently, with the rings, he is as powerful as Hulk and Thor. That's so, top tier. That's top tier. No, seriously, yeah. Like he is essentially. I mean, yeah, because if you think about it, his dad lived for thousands of years doing all that crazy stuff. So it makes him immortal, basically, yeah. as long as he wears them. And it also makes him, yeah, as powerful as Hulk and Thor, which is wild. Yeah, that's kind of insane. So, so now we, we have another top tier. Avenger. Yeah, exactly. Now we have a top tier, and Aquafina is going to be a top tier uh, archery person now. <laughs> she's going to be the new Hawkeye. She's, uh, what's his name, like Clint or something? Yeah, it's Cl- Clint. Yeah, she's going to be the next Clint. It's going to be Clint. Clint Clint Quafina. Clint Quafina. We got yeah. her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lock it in. So obviously the big deal at the end in terms of yes. saying he's the new Avenger. We have the the mid credit scene, which I loved by the way that they were like explaining this because it's so funny how you know what you're getting into. It's a Marvel movie, and then I know I'm everything disappointed I'm, in myself for not staying to the second one. Oh no no! I'm I, the second one. Honestly, I I didn't care about too much. I'm yeah. talking about the mid credit one. What I'm saying is like, it, all this crazy stuff goes down, and because you know what you're getting and you're enjoying it, you're just like, oh yeah, of course all this happened. And then when they put it in the aspect of like these people, they're like they're talking to their friends about what yeah. happened. And it's <laughs> the most ridiculous thing ever. You think yeah. they just had like a crazy acid trip or something, and then they're just like, what? And then Wong shows up. You gotta love it. That was so great. They're all just like, she's like, you don't have to make fun of me for what I said. Yeah. No, this was 100% real. Also, with people being snapped away, like they said in their first meeting for five years, you don't think that that's less believable than what he was saying? I guess it, is. it still sounds kind of I mean, crazy. It, it, for him, everything. yeah. Like battling Thanos and all that stuff. Like they've seen that on the news and now they just see... He's like, yeah, there's a demon soul sucking the soul suckers, the small soul suckers and all that. She's like, all right, fine. Just leave me alone. Okay? Yeah. I think the point was like, she didn't think he d- did that. Yeah. <laughs> or, and especially probably Aquafina. But um, yeah, so yeah. we have we have the mid credit scene where Wong essentially takes a look at the rings and is like, and has one, oh, yeah. um, the Hulk, uh, Ruffalo, He's not smart Hulk. He's Bruce Banner. So 
I don't know if he got rid of Smart Hulk completely. Apparently, we're going to hear about that origin in... Sh- or not that origin, but that development in She-Hulk, which is coming out probably soon, relatively soon. Okay. Um, and then we also have Captain Marvel. So, Captain Marvel says it's not alien. Bruce says it's not vibranium. It's nothing that he's seen. And then Wong also says, like, these have to be ridiculously old. It's a be- there's a beacon in there, too. Yes. Yeah, so when he first used it, the beacon went off. And so we're essentially, we're all just sitting here like, okay, so what exactly are these rings? How are they going to be used? How did he get the... Or how did the first... That's actually the other thing that I read in the comics. It kind of... Um, I think that they rewrote the Ten Rings super hard for the movies. I don't think that they were as big of a deal as they are in the MCU now. And okay. um, part of the origin story that they did that was interesting is that they were like, yeah, there, there's lore that it, it could happen a few ways. It got stolen from a grave or I forget the other one. But basically, the big question mark now is how Shang-Chi one fits in with the Avengers and then yeah. actually what's good with these rings, I guess. Yeah. Like, how did his dad get them and where did they come like, from? Yeah. And so, how are they so powerful? I think that it's just essentially we're going to go like, obviously, this whole phase is just focusing on the different dimensions. So essentially, I think that's what we're getting. We're getting like, hey, these are not from this dimension and it's going to go crazy down a rabbit hole of what they could possibly be. So, yeah, um, he also this also lends him to be involved in the multiverse of madness. The new Doctor Strange movie coming out. So. I think he's probably going to be in that just because of the connection to Wong now. Yep, exactly. I think he's probably going to be in that one, and it's going to be like, well, this happened. What do we do from here? Yep. So that will be really fun to look out for. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm excited for his role just with the Avengers for the rest of this. So am I. That's going to be very interesting to see how it actually plays out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm hype either way. And then, yeah, I mean, you said that you didn't stay for the last one. Yeah, the last one you said was kind of disappointing. No, not disappointing. Not dis- no, no, not it- disappointing, but compared to the first one, I also love the karaoke that they kept throwing in there. That yes, was- that was so funny with the long. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And then, okay, we didn't talk about the one guy, the funniest part, I think, when the guy was streaming on the bus. Oh yeah, <laughs> he is like. I actually took MMA for like two weeks, so I'll grade I'm be this fight this as it's happening. Yeah. yeah, that was so funny. I for, I totally forgot to mention that. Um, so yeah, we we had that, but then what I was gonna say, just with the the last post credit scene, all it did was yeah. really set up the sequel. Okay, I mean so, that's fine. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, Shaoling essentially was sitting where her dad sat and then we saw a bunch of people fighting like they were training um she added some sick graffiti to all of the place and it it, essentially she was building her version of the 10 rings it looked like so then um it was just kind of like a pan out shot it was like a one shot and then it said uh the 10 rings will be back essentially and then which got more applause from the theater so that's sick there will be a shang chi 2 and it it does seem like I, I don't know if we were supposed to be led to believe that she is going to basically turn into what her father was or if she's doing it for good. Like if she's I training she's a bunch probably, of people, she hated him. It seemed like I'm probably the opposite. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like doing, because now she's just starting her own empire, like she said, and now it's going to be a whole thing. Right. So that's something to look out for, or it's something yeah. to look forward to. Um, I mean, this just this movie is awesome. <laughs> hey, I, hands down, like 9.5 out of 10. Top tier Marvel movie. Absolutely. Honestly. Yeah. Up there with the Ragnaroks in the mall. Yep. So this... 100%. Um, this movie right now on Rotten Tomatoes has a 92 from critics and 98. a 98 audience. 98 Crazy. audience. Obviously, that like if you're going to rate it on Rotten Tomatoes and you already saw it, you're a huge fan. So it, the, yeah. it's a bunch of fan voting. But I also think that like this movie is just very quality like it's it's not gonna go down too much i don't think this should be one of the highest rated movies that marvel has yeah absolutely i think it's up there and it's gonna stay up there like there's five thousand plus ratings already it's, yeah it's guaranteed to stay up there in the high 90s i don't know if 98 it will stick i think it should right but maybe like go down to mid we'll whatever see. still yeah, 95 still incredible yeah yeah so I'm actually not sure what movie we're gonna do this next week. We'll have to. Is that to... movie still water out? Uh, Is that out? Possibly. Yet? <laughs> I don't right. know. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. I am um, watching Ted Lasso in the meantime, though. So I'm so good. To keep so am I. We could do that next week if you're caught up. Oh, uh, uh, dude, honestly, I might be. Um, All right, man, nah, probably not. I only watched three okay, episodes cool. so far. So well. You run through... I watched the whole season in one night, one time. It's very quick episodes. Yeah, dude, so oh, just let me know. So and it, it's unbelievable. I cannot believe I didn't start watching it, but... I told um, you about it. Okay. We'll, we'll probably end up doing a movie. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Everyone told me about it. I just didn't get around to it yet. I know. So kind of messed up. Probably do another movie, but... Yeah. Until then, I'm Kevin. I'm Winnie. We'll see you at the next episode. I'm going to be grading this fight, so... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs>